0: Hello
1: and welcome to episode 116 of The Bookworm's Pod. Uh, I'm Miranda, here with Chris and Kristen, and today we're gonna be talking about uh, Tarkin by James Lucino, chapters 16 through the end. Yay. Listen, if it doesn't work, you can't get mad at me. Um Someone's is phone that is that true? Silent. That was Someone's me. That's phone my bad. <laughs> I forgot to move it off the the table before. You have
0: to make it started. a moon, Miranda.
1: I don't have to. I can put it on the couch and it's fine. I just oh. got a text telling S- me. Some people oh,
0: like to play mindless games, so they put some, it on the moon. Some
1: pickup orders that were unavailable, which I assume is going to be
2: your toilet paper. The toilet paper. Um,
1: oh no, it's potatoes. <laughs>
2: Wow, what a twist. <laughs> that I'll is t- a big
1: twist. I'll take it, though.
2: How are the potatoes going to poop?
1: Oh, and the yeah. spinach. Oh. I don't want 10 ounces of spinach. This is Book Wars Pod. We are literally <laughs> talking about Star Wars. And, and groceries. drinking.
0: Um... Yeah. I'm gonna start a new segment as if we didn't have enough uh nonsense speaking in the beginning of this podcast. Um was let's name one exciting thing that happened this week. <laughs> you go first, Chris.
2: Uh I mean I'm on my third tequila of the day, so that's pretty exciting. That
0: is exciting. How about you, Miranda? Uh
1: I bought a cast iron pan.
0: Fuck yes. How big? <laughs> Tell me all about it.
1: Uh it's a ten inch. Ooh. That's a great size. Love a 10 is. inch. It is. the correct size. That's a great
0: size. Listen.
1: I can actually lift it.
0: Well, listen. Don't don't shit on our 18 inch ca- 18 inch cast it's iron a 15 pan. 15 inch cast iron. Whatever. However big it is, mm-hmm. it's big. You know what? It's great for cooking lots of like jambalaya. It's wonderful. So, whatever. Um, and then we also have like an 8 inch one. It's fine. Um, huh. That's great. What have you been making? Have you made anything?
1: Um. I made some steak in it.
0: Oh, what kind of steak? What cut? Nice.
1: Uh, um, So I did a, uh, I had some leftover uh, skirt steak uh, from a couple yeah. weeks ago. And I was like, well, fuck, I need to use this. And so I made like a little steak and eggs one night this week. Nice. Um, I'm going to be making more stuff in it. I've got to make steak again <laughs> this week. <laughs> uh the meal was not chosen by me but i'm excited for it super Uh, yeah
0: this is all very vague someone is making you make steak but
1: okay we're doing a a date night where we have the same meal oh Oh, that's very cute this is cute it's it's adorable
0: that's fine
2: I will say one thing that has been exciting. I can't remember if I mentioned this on last week's episode, but I 100% drove like an hour and a half round trip into Denver to go to like the Jewish deli in Denver, which is like the closest Jewish deli, and got like a pound of pastrami and a pound of brisket. And then I made rye bread last week. And so I've just been eating sandwiches all week. And it's been fantastic.
1: That is great.
2: All of our our things are food related. Mine's
1: not food related. I also got a a Dutch oven. So I'm going to like start making bread.
2: Nice. Love it. I think
1: to, I, it's supposed to come tomorrow. I got an email that said they couldn't deliver my package today because, like, people Re- always have issues reasons. delivering packages to my building, and it, especially on Sundays for some reason. So,
0: yay. Everything's a disaster. Um, my exciting thing of the week is I got a bidet. <laughs> it's, w- it's wonderful. Um, cool let's go around the circle again and do what are we drinking we know chris is drinking tequila what kind of tequila are you drinking
2: chris uh i am drinking i've had it on the pod in the past it's arate tequila blanco yep. it is quite good it's very citrusy um very light just drinking it straight it's delicious
0: that is wonderful do you drink it like do, it's just like room sorry this is a stupid bitch question it's just like room temp right it's
2: not a stupid question no yeah uh so for tequila i will just drink it room temp mm. Um, whiskey. I will also usually just drink at room temp because, like, I don't want to. I just like don't like putting ice in it because it dilutes it too much.
1: Sure, you should get whiskey stones. I so I've ice. used.
2: I've used. I should shake it over ice. I've used whiskey stones and they actually like barely hold the cold and end up mm. warming up the whiskey.
1: Mm. Sound like mm. shit, whiskey stones. Mm.
2: I mean, I think that's just the chemistry of how whiskey stones work.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: i say i've heard a lot of pros and cons about whiskey stones so everybody but yeah, needs to yeah like something they
2: want. something like gin or vodka i would probably have chilled but i also don't really drink gin or vodka that often
0: got it see so yeah, i really like chilled tequila so i if i was doing it straight i would shake it over ice and then
2: boop very fair into very a fair.
0: glass cool what I'm assuming Miranda's drinking... Oh, you have to go get your groceries after this. Are you drinking?
1: I, I do. I'm having one little Kolsch. <laughs> uh, Is
0: it actually a Tallboy Kolsch? Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's 5%, though, so I'm not... I
0: know. I'm not... And uh, I don't have I, to I leave not, for another hour. <laughs> you're you're fine. I, um, wa- I wasn't concerned you were drinking one Kolsch. <laughs> I'm just laughing that you called it a Little Kolsch, and I'm like, it's definitely a, tall boy. It, it's
1: a tall boy. It's a boy. It's Das Beer from Heater Allen. Oh. Uh, located in McMinnville, Ooh. Oregon. Um, das Beer was brewed with Pilsner and Kolsch malts and hopped with Sterling and Herzbrucker. Enjoy this Kolsch style ale. We hope it is reminiscent of the beer of Cologne.
0: Yay!
1: It's very tasty.
0: Cologne, yeah. Um, I am drinking a Breakside Seeker series sugar cube which it says ready and here's the whole obnoxious thing what's on the website a hazy pale brewed in collaboration with crosby hop farms and kex brewing from Reykjavik for this year's craft brewers conference in denver this beer got over five pounds per barrel of dry hops in three separate editions to maximize the biotransformation of non-aromatic uh gly- glycos yeah glycosides into intense tropical turpens uh, it combines the grist bill of popularity contest with the kettle hops for lunch break and the strata slash New Zealand combo that we use in the dry hop on Smash Bang. This dry hop is a 7 to 2 ratio strata to recau. It's hop saturated with intense Southern Hemisphere character, some classic hop flavor from the Amarillo and a soft mouthfeel from the water TG and Vienna and wheat. 5.6 percent ABV.
1: It tastes like
0: beer. And it's only 30 IBUs you'd probably like this Chris but I haven't had this yet so I'm gonna take a big sip and see if it if I like it
2: real-time review on the pod <laughs> uh,
0: yeah that's really good um huh yeah that I don't actually don't know whether or not you would like this it's a little bit too IPA I don't know it's really good though it's really like grapefruity um but yeah, they did these um, in collaboration. So there's like a bunch of the, yeah, it's just called the Seeker IPA series. Um, but yeah, they, uh, one, two, three, four, five. So they did six different of them. So this is, I've had a few of them and they're, they're very good. Um, cool. Thanks for letting me read that obnoxious paragraph on the pod. But I wanted to do the beer justice since it's a special beer. It's very good. I continue to drink Rigside on the podcast because it's a mile from here, and I can still go in there and get beer.
2: Yeah, cool. now that Boulder just opened up on Friday, I wonder if breweries are going to be doing selling beer again. I should check that out.
0: Oh yeah, well ours have been doing like takeout, whatever. However, the safe the safety way. Um, cool. You guys, you guys want to talk about Star Wars and how like. There was a bunch of machinations and Star Wars? Stuff. On my Star Wars podcast? Star Wars on my Star Wars podcast, Yeah, Seems fake. Uh, no, fake. It's faking in space, famously.
1: Both of those things. So, yes. Star Wars. Um, If it's okay with you guys, can we move this fir- first point kind of down a bit? Because I think we'll end up there.
2: Sure. Yes, let's do it.
1: So, um, in the last episode, uh, we talked a lot about, um, you know, and I think the first episode as well, uh, loyalty to the Empire, uh, why people are are loyal, and, um, you know, is it because, like, they're loyal to the institution? Is it because they're like Tarkin? Um, And, you know, they have these different relationships with the Empire because of, um, like, their driving forces. But one relationship, and, like, with the Empire, and one uh, big reason we see people betray the Empire um, is because people are selfish bitches. Yay! And
2: big if true. I
1: I know. It's, it's a crazy, crazy thought. Um, but... You know that really comes out in this uh, last section of the book, where we actually learn um, more about like who and what's driving our uh, Teller and friends' um, ship napping <laughs> uh, adventure. And Man, I thought we were gonna say
0: ship eating. Anytime you I don't think say ship ye- ship
1: Ship yoinking Sh- ship
0: yonking, Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> Um, I'm very bad at conjugating that w- that verb. <laughs>
1: um, but you know, you you find out that oh, Admiral Rankin is behind all of this shit because he's like, oh, I'm good at my job. Let me do all these things, and like he thinks that he's been like shifted off to the side, and Which then he has
0: been in oh, his like, defense.
1: A hundred percent. Like he got fucked over. Um, but then he kind of becomes like, well, the Empire like what the fuck, I've done all this? Like, the Empire owes me something, surely. And if they're not going to give it to me, then fuck them. I'm going to talk to this, you know, turncoat teller (laughs) and give (laughs) them all this...
0: Hashtag turncoat, hashtag teller.
1: (laughs) Free information so that they can just attack the Empire. Like, fuck you guys.
0: That is what happened. And also the Death Star is being built
2: it sure is. is that's a whole thing Kristen absolutely read this book there is no question about it
0: i actually <laughs> did <laughs> listen he's laughing i read all the books technically speaking <laughs> technically speaking but some of them i understand without asking questions which i think was mostly this one which yeah. i think is good <laughs> Why yeah. Because I have about a fifth grade reading level. Um, <laughs>
2: but yeah, anyway, no. <laughs> yes. I, it's interesting because, like, this is obviously a conversation that we've had before where self-interest... What, that I can't uh, read? Yeah, well, yes. That we've had many times. But the where self-interest of the people involved in the empire interferes with good governance, so to speak. Um and like, good, good governance. Exactly. Good governance? What? Um. <laughs> And we have, we saw it, we talked a lot about it when we read Thrawn Treason, because treason, uh, and Grand Admiral Savit? Savit. Savit. What, how did you, how was it pronounced, Kristen?
0: Uh, Savit.
2: Savit. Grand Admiral Savit. And so we talked a lot about that when we read that book, and we were kind of seeing the same thing here of just the people who, like, didn't, even bother waiting to put their scheme into place like yeah. we're still relatively early in the empire and uh vice admiral rancid is already pissed off
0: yep yeah. um can i ask a maybe a dumb question um were you guys surprised at like who the rebels ended up being like where i they was came vaguely from? surprised
2: that they didn't and that Knowing Lucino, I kind of, the first time I read this book, I expected it to relate to known Star Wars entities more, and it did not.
0: Cool. How about yeah. you, Miranda?
1: Um, I wasn't surprised. You know, I think that kind of goes uh, pretty hand-in-hand hand with the line of thinking that, like, people are mad at the Empire for whatever reason, and if that's because they, like, tried to kill everyone on this planet, you know... Maybe they're going to go do something about it because, like, we see a lot of that in Star Wars. And I think this is just kind of, like, the first of those instances that we see uh, chronologically during the Empire.
0: Yeah. Um, I, w- I was a little bit surprised. Um, not from, like, a smart place like Chris was. But I was like, oh, I thought it was just going to be, like, people who hate the Empire in, like, this very cut and clean way. Not people who necessarily got fucked over by them i thought it was just going to be people who like have always hated the empire or something um yeah i liked it i i liked the reveal i liked how they were all uh ended up being tied together um in in ways that we not we haven't totally seen before um you know this is one of the first pieces of media that's really like deep into this early time of the empire. So I thought it was totally, I thought it was illuminating about like how the, the seeds of doubt can get planted and like where they started versus where we may have thought they started.
2: Yeah, cool. absolutely. Cool. I cool a point. I made. no, a you're, no, you're a hundred percent right. I think that it's, the time period is interesting and kind of going into our next point the combo of like comparing time periods and comparing backgrounds of people and miranda i think this i assume this was your point because i didn't actually contribute to the outline this week (laughs) uh yes is this the one that
1: i also just kind of covered the the republic holdovers you know and, I, I mean, I think if we, we want to do it, like, so I think, like, we've covered, we have Republic holdovers. Um, they're loyal to the institution. They've been around. They're like, well, fuck, I still have a job. You know, I'd, like, I, I can still do this um, and, like, not think too much about how the uh, Emperor is secretly a Sith Lord. Um, <laughs> 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> There's the folks who are like, yes, we should be ruling the galaxy through fear. Kill everyone.
2: Mm-hmm
1: um and then i think those kind of sprout into different directions you know you see republic holdovers who are like no fuck this i can't this is bad the empire is bad tm and um, famously but (laughs) and so like they'll go and you know work within the system or outside of the system to like try to make things right this is how we see like Rebel is popping up. Um, and see people with um see people like Teller um is falls into this category where he's like, no, nah, this is fucked up. Uh like I could still do this job, but what if I didn't? Yeah. And tried to do something good for the galaxy.
0: Yes. Uh, or um, or at least try to like do something that stops bad from continuing. Bad mm-hmm. from spreading it's kind of like hard to do anything good for the galaxy at, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> at mm-hmm. present moment at the beginning of yeah. the empire because it's just <laughs> like wow this uh this
1: is a lot <laughs> and um also for teller specifically um you know we we kind of find out near the end of the book that well they're just trying to delay the project yeah you know they're they're having the conversation how far did we set it back and even if it's three or four years, you know, that's, that's three or four years that they can work with to, um, you know, move on to something that will be more effective.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because it relates back to the conversation we had last week about how do you fight an empire that is already so big and so omnipotent you and shoot at it. What basically? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, it's interesting that this early into the empire you already have a rebel group that is essentially like our role is to die and hope that we slow them down.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Like it's not, you know, it's not trying to bring back the Republic. It's not, you know, your Mon Mothma idealists. And it's also not aiming to become a larger movement. It's aiming to give time for someone else to create a larger movement or several smaller movements. And it's just, it's interesting that kind of fatalism has already taken root within the opposition, so to speak.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it was very, like, Rogue One vibes to me. Like, the, it was very, like, hey, none of us really meant to be here or something, but we all hate the Empire, but you can get out if you want, but no one's going to get out because we're all just in this and we've ended up here and fuck the Empire. Mm
1: -hmm. And I, I do also, like, love this sabotage that they're they're doing in this very fatalistic way and i that's something we see later too it's like it's not super evident um you know throughout the book and maybe to some of the imperial folks who are trying to push back on this but that is their goal um and it's you know kind of a not fantastical but a very um roundabout way of doing it like you you don't know their intentions based on them like flying around in this stolen ship and (sighs) attacking imperial assets you're like what the fuck are they doing um but then it comes out like oh no we're trying to delay this project that will kill literal worlds um (laughs) well and they don't
0: even know that then right they're just like the empire the empire is. (laughs) is funneling a shit fuck ton of assets and this is like before tarkin spoiler alert this is before Tarkin gets put on the project and then at the end of the book Tarkin gets put on the project and then nobody fucking knows about it because he's like guess what you're not allowed to go on vacation anymore and I'm gonna kill all
2: of you yeah I did appreciate when I first saw Rogue One because I'd, I'd read this book in the past the part where Tarkin is like I'm gonna be taking over this project that I used to run and it's like eh, it's funny because Krennic sucks
0: Krennic famously sucks <laughs> <laughs> Lots of famously is going on in this book. The Empire is famously bad. Krennic famously bad at his job.
2: <laughs> even though he's not, he's not even in this book, and yet we know we that know. he's famously bad at his job. It's Correct. true.
0: Uh, I know. That's how bad he is at his job. And lower
1: level imperial bureaucrats <laughs> famously bad at their jobs. Correct. True. Loved that scene. Yeah. <laughs> the Emperor's like, so where did this video come from? And he was like, it came through the hall uh, came it. from the
0: thing. I got it from the, the person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nobody,
2: <laughs> nobody bothers checking the FROM line on their emails. Oh
1: my no. god, I know.
2: No, like, it's like this for was actually free s- money.
0: Click this link. <laughs> I know. This was actually sent out as, as a phishing email test yeah, right. <laughs> and you failed.
2: Just uh, just uh, a very basic like literally the return address is org. Like, come on. Yes. <laughs> it's not even spelled <laughs> oh right, guys.
1: <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's so good. Epmyer.gov.
2: <laughs> 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 Dot um. palp <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine's just like Okay so we're gonna watch this now I found it in the archives Because you don't seem to have it anywhere Do you see how this is wrong? Like scolding a high schooler When they Like accidentally bring on a thousand Viruses to a computer in the computer lab
2: Yo high schooler People at my fucking firm do that Like the fucking like do you <laughs> see what you did wrong Like just like I hate that. I hate that. you like, just tell me.
0: Miranda, wasn't it a year old job where they were like, please, please stop streaming things. We can't, we can't oh, they, work. No, they
1: didn't realize that Netflix wasn't blocked. <laughs> and we were having all of these issues <laughs> with our bandwidth. And then they looked into it and they were like, uh, so there's somebody who's been watching Netflix and streaming that on our Wi-Fi. <laughs> All day.
2: Uh, at a past job, I had an intern who, like, I walked past his desk and he was just like watching shit on Netflix, and I was like, "Um, it's weird that I have to tell you this, but we actually don't watch Netflix at our work." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, I was like, this is
0: we're, <sighs> we're not at home, people. so we're not supposed to be watching television." Some oh, yeah. okay. No, did you know we're not paid Like being I know it's DC so we're not paid. No? Well, okay. well, like
2: I know it's DC, so we I don't even remember. I doubt we paid them because fucking D C and it wasn't my call. But like still.
0: Yeah. But I like know. this ISP if agent... any unpaid interns are listening to this, please watch Netflix at your jobs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, if you're unpaid, fuck shit up. Like I don't care. Yes. Yeah. Mm.
0: This
1: ISP agent I should... though, like wasn't even watching Netflix. He was like yoinking stuff off of some like shady website he was just like motherfucker had his
2: had his pirate bay open all day
1: (laughs) he
0: was just like had pirate bay open and he was just eating a sandwich and on like his (laughs) third monitor he was like trying to quote unquote work and was like yeah yeah okay hey hey check check this out this came in looks legit right okay great and then he just went back to eating a sandwich (laughs) that's all i'm saying No, I've never done that. Um,
2: (laughs) No, definitely not the sandwich part.
0: I I definitely don't have three monitors and one of them is for work. Um, (laughs) Anyway, let's not get fired during a pandemic. Um, Cool. Miranda, you wrote The Empire Should Serve Me, which you talked about already, but I thought that was worth repeating.
1: Yeah, a little bit. And so kind of like Teller is something that like, uh, the kind of guy that sprouted out of like being a holdover and not really believing in the Empire's cause. Thank you for saying sprouted out because I just pictured him as like a little plant. I <laughs> see his arms like He's coming so cute. up. And-
0: <laughs> He's like in one of those little muffin tin planters. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going I'm like losing my just, mind Because it's like
2: Just like a it, fucking Oddish With the leaves like, growing out of his head Yes, yes. <laughs> Exactly Teller
1: is secretly an Oddish It's very very hot his Here name, right now his name And is I'm Birch. losing it His name <laughs> is Birch <laughs> Birch
2: uh, Which is also like A weirdly bad Star Wars name Listen, From all somebody of who's first, written A lot of Star Wars books
0: All of the first names In this book were garbage
2: They were not good I was good. like
0: I was like Who is this Italian guy I wouldn't have thought He was Italian <laughs> But you gave him Two Italian names <laughs> It was like, I'll, I'll find it, but anyway, keep going.
1: Um, but so that's how we see, you know, there are folks who seem to be, like, loyal to the Empire, but, you know, they, they kind of come out, like, Rancid apparently is his name. Star Wars has a lot of people. <laughs> um, and he has the idea, like, oh, well, I've, like, done all this for the Empire. Like, I deserve to benefit from this because I think you know, the Empire just and as it's set up inherently encourages corruption <laughs> that's how the whole system works and this so guy's trying to say. do it and it's like you sh- I should get some kind of you know acknowledgement in the form of jobs and they're like no so then he goes fuck you and he like he's not doing this because he thinks the Empire's bad he's not doing this t- because you know he wants to slow down a project. he's just fucking pissed at the Empire, like you wanna treat me like shit? I'm gonna get some dudes to attack you.
0: yeah, not great i mean it's got it's gotta be hard to be a white man in a empire full of white men.
1: It really is
2: <laughs> it's real hard to stand out, make your mark, you know <laughs> <sighs> but no you, you're absolutely right, and it's. It's interesting because we can compare Rancid to, obviously, we already talked about Savit, but also someone like a Count Vidian or an Every Chalice who, like, served the Empire and served it arguably very well. But at the end of the day, it was more just because it, like, kind of fulfilled their own brand of crazy. Like, Count Vidian just, like, really, like, loved, was on a power trip, essentially, and that is why he liked to serve the Empire. He didn't actually care about the Empire. Like, he didn't care about the Empire's interests. That's why he was willing to blow up um, Cinda. Uh, even though it would, like, destroy a massive resource uh, deposit.
0: And then that governor lady just loved spice and not leaving her house. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was her that, name?
2: That was in, um, that was, um, mm. fuck, on Ryloth.
0: Yeah, yeah. see? In, I remember parts of books I've read
2: yeah that was in um Why well, can't well, I remember lords of the sith lord yes exactly lords yes. of the sith um, yes the empire who like morse. Died. yeah morse yes.
0: yeah there we go there we go
2: yeah and nice. she was she was basically just in it for like literally the pleasure of it and chalice was like i'm good at it so i'm going to do it and then the empire wouldn't let me do it anymore so i'm going to go do it for the rebels because at the end of the day the doing it is what i care about
0: yep so true Nice. Okay. Um, (laughs) Shall we move on to Tarkin is smart? A sub point. Marty. Yes.
1: Yeah. Tarkin's really smart, guys. He's a smart boy. I said he's like
0: Thrawn, but he needs to use a lot more paper.
2: It's it's funny because this book is very Thrawn for dummies. Yeah. Like Thrawn (laughs) wouldn't have made it like Thrawn. This book would have been over in a hundred pages if it were Thrawn. Thrawn would never (laughs) have allowed them to steal the ship. And then he like he would have like seen a fucking like breadcrumb, like literal breadcrumb, not like metaphorical breadcrumb, <laughs> a literal crumb from a snack somebody ate Someone's on gonna Mercana. A sandwich here, and oh, no. it's like <laughs> this sandwich. This sandwich was commonly eaten on Antar 4. and <laughs> like yeah, like Thrawn would have figured this out a lot earlier. But it does show that like Tarkin is he's able to hold his own. Yeah,
1: yeah like when he was kind of going through. Uh, the motions of like connecting all the dots at the end. I was losing my mind. Like, he's like, Oh, well, if if this person's involved, then how are they flying this? Oh, well, there's this other guy who worked at this base. Like, he's in it too. Let's, let's throw them all in there.
0: I know. It was really funny. I was like, cool this is why this is why i didn't have to ask any questions about this book <laughs> because they literally laid out who all of the players were yeah there was there, was there was
2: literally a this is what's happening chapter there's no question
0: which you is fine with me i'm fine with a this is what's happening chapter so i don't have to come on my own fucking podcast and ask my co hosts what the fuck happened in this book i didn't get it i'm bad at reading Anyway, sorry. Um, Yeah. That was cool, though. That was funny to, like, see Tarkin's process as compared to Thrawn's. Because Thrawn's is, like, not out in the open at all. I mean, and Tarkin's wasn't either. We just happened to be looking in on his um, thing where he's at the the hollow projector board thing and he's moving shit around and he's making notes to himself and, like... Putting red, str- basically space red string all over the place. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say I love that Tarkin has a conspiracy board.
0: Yeah, it's really yeah, it's really it's, good.
1: Um, but I I think if we're gonna talk about Thrawn a bit, like in this way, I think they're kind of similar. Please, please um, talk about Thrawn. Because always, I think the explanation like it was just a look into his head, which like we don't necessarily get in Thrawn books, but like they could have just said like oh, he figured it out. And we'd be like, okay. Um, but what's really evident uh, in this book too, and we do get um, the reasoning for it, but Tarkin is also very intuitive. And he is really good um, at anticipating what his enemies are going to do next. Like, I lost my damn mind when someone fell into his little trap back <laughs> on Iriadu, and it was Teller. Well, yeah. And, like, then it apparently, like, Thrawn had, like, space-texted his uncle to be like, <laughs> yo, this bitch is about to come follow me in a couple weeks. Can you, like, dig up all those uh, holes again for me? Yes, that <laughs> but was very good. I dug up 30 fucking years ago.
0: The guy with the J name? Jova.
2: Jova. Jova.
1: Great.
0: Yes.
2: Which also sounds like a hut's name, honestly. Correct. If we're being, if we're being honest, just a rare misstep on naming in this book from James Lucino, IMO.
1: Yes.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yep. Agree. I'm still. I can't find the where they. It, maybe it's Madi's first name. Do we know Madi's first name?
2: Uh, I think it's Antonio. Yeah. Okay. That then. <laughs> that must be
0: it because it's Antonio. It's Antonio Marty, and I'm like, that's just an Italian person's name, right? That is not a Star Wars. There is no space Europe, Chris. <laughs> anyway, well,
1: there's a space Finland.
2: There isn't yeah. even a real Finland.
0: Nope. Also correct. Can Finland? Does Finland exist? Please reply to us on Twitter. That's He's that's that's
2: uh, putting that as a topic for the wrap up. Does Finland exist? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Um, man, I it is so hot in my house, I am losing my mind. Um,
2: man, I great. wish I was there because my sourdough starter needs to rise.
0: <sighs> yeah, oh, this is a hot bread tip. Um, I think like what Quinn has been doing when he's trying to get his stuff to rise is he puts it in the oven, like, off. Mm-hmm. Um, but he puts like a, uh, a uh, boiling like a pre-boiled pot of water that's just like hot, on the stove above oh, the oven. Oh, interesting. So I don't really understand because like I'm I'm not part of this project, um, <laughs> but I just walked in there the other day and I was like, what is this random ass pot of fucking water on the <laughs> off stove? <laughs> so <laughs> I think that might have something to do with it. It is making it more humid in our house, which I do hate but um <laughs> it is also fine um because i get breb out of it yeah that makes I sense will, i will ask him and i just ordered him the from pals hey support your local book places um i just ordered him like the salt flour water yeast or whatever the fuck oh my that God. Book it's is called it's
2: the best book Kristen. yeah so it's that you know
0: book. you know that's like ken's artisan bakery yeah i know he's here, from Portland, right, right? Yeah. yeah yeah i so. actually
2: when we when we visit you i want to go just yeah, like, yeah. It, to gawk at it
0: well and he's got and it's ken's artisan pizza also yeah and i haven't made his, his pizza, pizza
2: dough yet yeah. but no i i'm a that's where i cook all my bread. yeah, yeah. That that's book, what so. that's what
0: i thought so it's not it's obviously not in that book because quinn doesn't have it yet but i just ordered it from him for him because we were having a yeast shortage here and i think it goes into like how you would make your own yeast in that book it does It go- well it
2: goes into yeah cultivating a starter
0: yeah um anyway this has been our bread aside but um I'll, I'll ask spread. him what he does chris yeah. and well usually
2: uh, like in general my house is fine to cultivate a starter it's just that i like i fed mine this morning and i'm gonna put up some bread tonight and it it hasn't risen Just specifically today, it hasn't risen the way I wanted it to, but I'm sure it'll be fine.
0: Oh, so this is, like, for your... So, yeah, this isn't for the starter. This is, like, when you're trying to get the the rise out of the bread, Right, 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 for, like, a foolproof. Yeah. Um, I don't understand anything about bread baking, but I did see a pot of water on our stove. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) We can talk I about we can talk about this off pod. <laughs> I eat the bread from
1: the Force Awakens. Yay! That's my yeast <laughs> trick.
0: Blue the weird, bread. The weird water blue, muffins. blue bread. Love water muffins. Yeah. Uh, um, what are the what are the like muffin papers? Do they have a name? They're, those papers that go around muff- muffin cups.
2: They're called muffin wrappers or muffin papers.
1: Oh, okay, those bitches.
0: Cool. Yeah. Anyway, I was getting bitched at. Not. About, like, not at me, but was like, I can't find muffin papers anywhere. And I was like, okay, I don't know what to tell you. I don't even know what they're called. (laughs) Cool. Good, good bread asides. Um,
2: (laughs) Everyone had fun.
0: (laughs) Everyone.
1: (laughs) Except for the fence. Twist. That's what it always is.
0: How much does Palpatine know, really? (laughs) Like,
1: you have to assume it's a lot. It's a lot. Because, like, you know, we see how smart Tarkin is. We see how smart Thrawn is. But, like, Palpatine's really the one playing chess here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: I think the only one close to that is is Thrawn. Thrawn. I don't think Tarkin. I mean, and, hey, if you want to listen to any of our Thrawn episodes, we've covered all of the Thrawn books, right, Chris?
2: We have, yes.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. As soon as they come out, I'm like, please, blue boy.
1: Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. and it's interesting because like
2: there is that aside with Palpatine where he's talking about how like he doesn't have like actual clairvoyance yet, and he that's why that's part of what he wants <laughs> to keep delving into the dark side for. So we're not like full on Return of the Jedi, everything is proceeding as I have foreseen <laughs> situation, right? but he's also like he's also not dumb. Like he got to the point he's at. He like he he already played the long game for like excuse me for like twenty years to get an empire and now he like knows he knows when something is wrong and he generally knows who is doing something wrong
0: yeah i mean we saw that for like really the first time in a real spoon-fed way in this book where he's like uh yeah this bitch doesn't know what's going on it's fine like the dark side is not swirling around him and then he like asks the person he knows is an idiot eating the sandwich and he's like (laughs) It's this fucker. I see yeah. his. I see his dark side sandwich.
2: No, it's it's <laughs> great. He's like, I'm going to look into the dark side, and the dark side says, "Dumbass, dumbass, smart but not paying attention, Tarkin <laughs> traitor." <laughs>
0: Correct. <laughs> um,
1: uh, yeah,
0: and this is why Miranda asked to move that point earlier because this segues very well into what Palpatine's ultimate goal is. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: can I make one more oh, point? Yeah, yeah. On that. No, I, I um, was just
0: gonna say. I just chris talked a little bit about like him talking about the dark side and i i put that uh we'll t- we'll talk about that a little bit more probably in the rap um but also a, probably a little bit more in, in, in a bit here but yeah sorry miranda go cool. ahead <laughs> um
1: so like you know like chris said palpatine doesn't know everything at this point he knows a lot he can't see you know the specifics But in general, he's like, yeah, it's this bitch you fucked up. Like, this is going on. And then, you know, I think he kind of has this aura about him where everyone just believes already that he knows everything. Because Tarkin, um, when they're kind of reporting back to the Emperor after, you know, solving all of that, he's like, was this bitch testing us? And he's like,
0: I I maybe. Maybe I was maybe (laughs) I was, maybe I wasn't. Tense fingers.
1: Through (laughs) these mental exercises. And it's like, who's to fucking say? But like I think that's also just kind of indicative of um how he is perceived. Um you know, like I feel like at the beginning of the Empire. Like at the end of the Clone Wars and the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, you're like, well, that's weird. <laughs> the senator from Naboo just took over and is probably a Sith Lord. That's that's different, but we're going to go with it. And then we're five years into the Empire and it's like, okay, this fucker knows everything and we're terrified of him. <laughs> yes, and this is the in-between times, which is great. Um, Yeah strangely
0: the senator from Naboo has all of this weird Sith shit in his chamber we don't know what it could mean I don't think he's a Sith though he just likes the the, the art some he's people like, are just really yeah. into some people are just really Sith into art
1: artifacts mm-hmm. he's a
2: collector <laughs> he's, a, he's a
0: collector and I love how like that gets a shout out in this book it's like, I see in this Sith temple that you've built on Coruscant that you converted from a Jedi temple since it was actually a Sith temple. There's a dark black hole underneath of it. I see that you have some of your, like, f- fun, fun Sith artifacts here. And Palpatine's like, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked a
2: little bit about this last week, but I just love that Tarkin is, like, like just, like, doing the math in his head. He's like, yeah, this dude's definitely a Sith. <laughs> But, hey, man, I'm not here to judge people's lifestyles. Like, I know. Love he's is like, love. You love this, the dark side.
0: <laughs> this I know. That was my point. He loves the dark side so much. Um, yeah, he's like, uh, well, love is love. This dude's definitely a Sith. And, like, that means Vader's probably also a Sith, but also he's Anakin Skywalker. So, but, you know, n- nobody... De- Listen, uh, just Life because I know tapestry. that, doesn't, yeah, <laughs> it's a very rich tapestry, and I'm the first Grand mop, so am I going to say anything? Not really.
1: No. <laughs> um. Yeah, also, well, shout out to, like, a, a throwaway reference to Tarkin's Lovers. Yes! No, Tarkin right? is
2: a <laughs> Like, Second. thank God. And by Tarkin's Lovers, we obviously mean Krennic.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. They're just, God, stop, no, <laughs> now I can't,
1: now. Just lots oh. of angry hate sex.
0: Well, yeah, it's not, is it really angry hate sex if it's just like one person calling the other person stupid over and over again?
2: I don't know, ask Kylux fans.
0: So <laughs> true.
2: I say that with the utmost respect, by the way, that was not
1: a dig.
0: I know, bless no, Kylex no, fans. We-,
1: we love it. <laughs>
0: that's actually one of the the few otps we we stand on this podcast so true
2: so true (laughs) but no it is great because i actually i I actually rewatched rogue one this week because i was in a in a rogue one mood and like the scene where sorry to hear that but keep going (laughs) i was deeply depressed and so i watched rogue one um but like the scene where like they destroy Jeddah and Tarkin takes control of the Death Star and like Krennic is all pissed about it. It's just like the tech, the sexual tension is just so <laughs> incredibly palpable. It's just like every every other officer in that room is like, all right, there are two people in this room with hard-ons. And both of them are arguing with each other right now.
0: It's amazing. It's um, instead of calling things palpable can we just start calling them palpatine but like act like we didn't say that yeah.
2: <laughs> yes and by by uh, by can we do this you mean in normal conversation oh. not just on this podcast yeah right? yeah
0: yeah i mean this podcast is garbage and no one listens to it and just no like could, you're talking you're,
2: you're like talking to somebody who knows nothing about star wars and you're just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, the, t- the tension is just palpatine right now yes
0: <laughs> yes that is exactly what i mean <laughs>
1: So Palpatine
2: (laughs) Speaking of tension
1: (laughs) (laughs) Loves the dark side Doesn't love governance Because like why the fuck would you bother yourself with that Let me let other people do all the work And then yell at them Because they're useless
0: Um, Also build your own Small army universe or whatever that means he's like i need to cultivate my own universe and i'm like okay i guess have a bunch of force babies which he ends doesn't up, not do ends, it. ends up happening <laughs> if we take the last jedi as uh canon it
2: is it is interesting not the last jedi
0: sorry what's the movie rise of skywalker thank you the one that i haven't seen more than 17 times
2: <laughs> um it is interesting though to read this after rise of skywalker and like while i am very much a proponent that like generally storylines are created way before the Royal you thinks they are because like the development time is so long. We do know that this one wasn't that rise of Skywalker wasn't because like that was the whole thing. Like they fired um, what's his face Trevor. Trevor Oh, thank you, Kate. (laughs) Uh, And like JJ had to come on and that was like, basically there was a two year timeline for developing that movie. And this Tarkin came out before that, but it is interesting to, go back and read this book because it really does dovetail very well with rise of skywalker for all that we complained in our bonus episodes about rise of skywalker that it kind of like shits on the canon or the book canon specifically it it does dovetail very well with this one and like palpatine's general goals
0: listen the book podcast is allowed to get angry when <laughs> the creators of star Wars who said they wanted to create a rich universe across multimedia shits on the book canon. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, but enough if you about the hear,
1: Mandalorian.
0: If you... <laughs> Leia was a Jedi the whole time, Chris. Fuck you. Uh,
2: anyway, that's, that's a different, that's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. We've already ranted um, about for like we have. three hours.
0: We could do it again, but we're not going to today. Um, Cool. I think uh, I think that brings us to to the end here, unless any of you have any questions for me. Um, well,
1: there's <laughs> there some more points on the. Yeah, you, the, we, there's oh, there's there? some more palp stuff. Oh, uh, reading
0: reading is hard. Um, but
2: also fundamental.
0: That's yeah. what they
1: say. Uh, yeah. Why? I mean, what I it, What else is on here that we didn't cover? This this book especially. Uh, you know, I think we see it a bit in Thrawn and in some other books uh, in the canon, but in this one particularly, we see him <clears throat> pitting, like, just chess pieces against each other and, like, finding ways to stir the pot, and, like, he probably knows the general outcome. Like, he, he may not be able to see the future exactly, but he has an idea of, like, who's going to be successful and whatever shit. Like he knows Tarkin's gonna be right. He's gonna throw Tarkin and Vader together, be like, You guys used to be friends, not really. Go chase the ship around the galaxy. <laughs>
2: <coughs> Reintroduce <sighs> yourselves as workplace proximity acquaintances.
0: And please don't bring up that you actually know each other from something else, because if you do that then I'll have to murder you.
1: And you would hate to lose your first grandma you'd hate
0: to
2: but it's interesting and we can we can talk more about this next week because uh, i know that we have a vader discussion on tap for our wrap-up but it is interesting because like by putting them together you would think that he knows that they are like tarkin is going to realize who vader is because tarkin's not an idiot See, and so but like
0: i think he's doing that and maybe this is the point you're about to make and sorry i just make so few points on this podcast no do that it i needed to interrupt <laughs> you um I think he's doing it on purpose to see if Tarkin says anything.
2: I No, that's exactly what I was going to say. I completely okay. agree with that. Like, I think it is a test of us, his Chris. own. <laughs> Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, but it, no, I, I do. I think it's a test, A, to see like if Tarkin will say anything and B, to see how much it freaks Vader out. Because obviously <laughs> we know that Vader has major issues with people realizing that he's Anakin.
0: Um remember when Vader listened during a uh, a book for the first time when Tarkin was telling him the the Carrion Spike story? <laughs> Tarkin's like, "Well, uh me and Vader haven't actually talked for more than four words and heavy breathing." Um but uh yeah, you and I guess he's galaxy, listening. Pal. And so he's like, weird. "Well, I'm going to tell this whole A thousand-word story about the carrion spike since he asked, and he won't let me stop talking, and if I stop talking, I'm worried he'll kill me.
2: Basically, though. Cool.
1: Yeah, but also, like, I mean, this can get into a circular argument really quickly, Um, but so, like, you know, er, the Emperor knows that Tarkin knows, Um, but I don't think that the the Emperor thinks Tarkin is going to say anything, because, like, Tarkin knows his place. He's worked his way up to that place. He's been very resourceful, and, you know, within the Empire, like, other than Vader, like, Tarkin is right up there. Uh, You know, I think the last chapter starts up with, so this is the new triumvirate that we have. (laughs) the so three of them they're in charge of all of this um but i love the idea of like the emperor the emperor doing it just to make both of them go crazy because Starkins like this is anakin this, this is anakin skywalker he's such a dramatic bitch and vader's like <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happens that is what he do what what was the point? Oh my God, I'm forgetting now. But li- there's something like uh, Vader like makes a noise, and the way Luceno like describes it is like he's trying to like approximate this thing that like normal people would make noise about, and it's like he can't do it because he's fucking Darth Vader and he doesn't have like normal, um, Or he doesn't have you know his face anymore, etc. It's hard to be Darth Vader.
2: Listen, a face is generally considered to be a fairly essential body part.
1: Listen,
0: don't tell him that. He would not be (laughs) happy about it.
1: He would super force choke you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh,
0: God damn it. I hate it when I remember very specific funny (laughs) things about the book and then I can't remember where they are so because i like hate quoting them wrong but anyway that's the gist of what happened it was like vader grunted or vader like made the approximation of a human grunt when someone like says something fucking stupid <laughs> which no, like so real same i also approximate a human grunt <laughs> when i'm trying i'm trying to actually make a human grunt cool please don't make me say human grunt again and take this out chris <laughs>
2: All right. Well, thank you all for joining us for episode 116 of the Book Wars Pod, complete with human grunts and all. What? the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, don't, Amazing. Don't
0: drag me. It's James Luceno. It's in the book. It's this is actually, this is actually in the book somewhere. I read I'm it. I'm not.
2: She's not listening because she's not plugged in and I'm not telling her you said any of that. It's entirely Kristen's fault. I hate you. (laughs) Uh, Our next episode, we're going to be wrapping up Tarkin by James Lucino. Uh, Please, please send us your questions. Hit us up on Twitter. If you're in the Patreon Slack, hit us up there. Email them to us. We want to know what you think of this book and what questions you have. In the meantime, uh, our next book, if you want to go ahead and order it from your local indie bookstore is going to be Alphabet Squadron by Alexander Freed. We're very excited about this. Kate's <laughs> gonna be back. Kate's semester is over. She can read Yay. again. Yay!
1: I don't actually know how to read, guys. It's okay, neither does
2: Chris. The a Dan. whole bit. Kate, you're really not supposed to like show behind the curtain of the podcast there. I had tequila! That's true. Kate also had tequila. <laughs> um, in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at Pod bookwarspod at gmail.com if you want to email us. And rate, review, and subscribe to both us and the Tashu Station Radio Megafeed. Particularly going into Alphabet Squadron, I know that the Star Wars show recently did their own book club of Alphabet Squadron and talked to Alexander Freed, among others. So, people who recently read that may be interested to learn about the Book Wars Pod and our discussion as well. Best way for them to find the show is if you rate, review, and subscribe on the Apple Podcast uh, store on... Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Uh, If you have the means, please donate to the Tasha Station Radio Patreon and give us coffee at ko-fi.com slash bookwarspod. Helps us cover our hosting and production costs and prepare to do some merch in the wake of what is increasingly looking like a canceled Star Wars celebration. And you'll get pictures of Porkchop, Orca, and Jasper, which is the only reason really to follow us on any channel. Our theme song is "Whizbang" by Paddington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joby Terra Design. I am Chris for Miranda and Kristen and Kate shouting from the background. Th- What's up? Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to the Book Wars Pod, and we'll talk to you next week. Chris gave me
0: tequila and we're really sorry about <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> Just about everything. <laughs> Just, we're sorry. <laughs>